Welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today. And this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. Welcome back to this podcast, this video, wherever you are consuming this, welcome back. It is good to see you here today. So today we're going to talk about Social Security. But I'm going to hit on three things that no one tells you about starting it early. This is a topic, this is a certain area where I get tons of questions all the time. And honestly, there are numerous misconceptions about what it actually means to start Social Security early, what the ramifications are, and when it actually makes sense and when it does not. So I'm not going to go into the pros and cons of necessarily going later or starting it earlier, but I am going to talk about three main downsides that you want to think about before you think about starting it early. So let's jump right in. I've got my list of three. So the one downside that is most well known is that you're going to get less benefits by taking it early. For example, if you're full retirement age, which um, for Social Security, this is not your uh, minimum retirement age for um, your first benefits. Benefits. This is completely different, right? And on my blog post that accompanies this, it will have that based on your birthday. For a lot of people, it's going to be age 66 and 67, right? So let's say your full retirement age is 67. If you decide to take Social Security at 62, if you take it those five years earlier, your monthly benefit is going to be reduced by 30%. Okay, so I have some, some numbers, an example. Let's say your monthly benefit at your full retirement age, or 67, would be $2,500, right? Okay. Let's say, hey, I don't want to wait that long. I'm going to take it at age 62. Then your monthly benefit, you're only going to get $1,750. So $1,750 instead of the $2,500 you would get every month and that's by by taking it early right and that's a permanent reduction for the rest of your life it doesn't change back up once you hit your full retirement age that is for the rest of your life that is a reduction right but this a lot of people know about this right they know that if you take it early you're gonna get a lower amount they're like whatever I don't want to have to fill that gap with my TSP whatever I just want to take it early I'm gonna retire at 62 all those things, right? And that's totally up to you. That depends on your situation. It still does make sense sometimes to take it earlier. But that's the first thing you should know is that it matters when you take it. If you take it after age 67 or your full retirement age, you're actually going to get increased benefits as well, right? So for every year you wait after your full retirement age, your benefits are going to increase by 8%, right? So let's say you wait till age 70. Okay, so your benefits are going to increase by 24% because you waited three extra years. That's how it works, right? So let's say, again, your benefits at full retirement age would be about $2,500, right? If you postpone Social Security until age 70, you're actually going to get $3,100 every month, okay? So it's a pretty dramatic difference between, let's say, at age 62, where you get about $1,700, or age 70, which you get about $3,100. That's a huge difference. Almost double, not quite double, but almost double depending on when you take it. So it makes a big difference. Okay, 
Thing number two that most people do not tell you or don't know about starting Social Security early, and that is if you are working and you take it early at the same time, your benefits can be reduced if you make over certain amounts. Some people say, hey, I'm going to work part-time and continue to work in the private side, but I want to start my Social Security at 62 to have extra money, right? Well, if you do that and you make over about 18000 there's a limit that changes every year, but right now it's about a little over 18000 If you make more than that in your job, let's say part-time or full-time, whatever it is, even for the federal service or the private side, wherever you are working, if you make over that amount, then your benefits are going to be reduced by every $2 you make over that amount. It would be reduced by $1. For example, if you make, let's say, $200 over the limit, right? The limit, let's say, is $18,000. It's not exact, but about $18,000. let us say you make $18,200. Because you made $200 over the limit, then your Social Security benefits are going to be reduced by $100 cuz for every $2 over it reduces your benefit by a dollar. That's how it works, right? So, basically, if you make let's say 40,000, 50,000, 60,000, your benefits are going to start getting compressed until they go they go away, right? But when you then turn your full retirement age at 67, whatever it is for you, then your benefits don't aren't reduced anymore, right? They will not go away. They still might be taxed. That's a whole different story but they won't be reduced like they are now. Once you hit your full retirement age, you could work, you can make as much money as you want, and your benefits won't be reduced. So this only applies to people that started early, that started earlier than their full retirement age, and they continue to work, then that applies to you. Okay, so that is number two. Those are the two things that you need to know, but there's one more that most people never even think about, and that is survivor benefit. So, if you're not familiar with Social Security, you might not be aware of this, but basically how it works, if you are married and you and your spouse are both, both have Social Security, you both worked enough to qualify for Social Security, once one of you passes away, the benefit that is the highest between both of your benefits is what will re remain, basically. Where let's say your benefit is about 2000 a month. Let's say your spouse's benefit is a thousand a month, and you were to pass away, then they would continue to get the higher of the two amounts. So they would get two thousand a month. They wouldn't get both the two thousand and the one thousand. They wouldn't get both of them. They'll get the higher of the two amounts. Now, the reason why it can be a problem sometimes to start it early is because let's say the spouse needs a certain amount of income to live, but you, let's say, decide to take Social Security early at 62, let's say, and your benefits get reduced dramatically, right? If you were then to pass away, is that reduced amount going to be still more than their amount? And if so, is that enough for them to live on? I have a few clients where that is one of the major reasons they're going to wait to take Social Security so that if they're to pass away, that benefit would be increased for their spouse. Their spouse had not worked for the Social Security, had not worked into the Social Security system, so they did not qualify for any benefits on their own, and so they were going to be solely dependent on that benefit if their spouse was to pass away. So 
they plan to wait to draw Social Security until age 67 or until 70. We'll decide as we get closer as things kind of get clearer. But because they are doing that, then, of course, when the, when the spouse that worked, when they pass away, then their, their surviving spouse will have plenty of income because they decided to wait. So you have to look at that nuance. It's like, okay, for me, it doesn't matter much, right? I got lots of income, lots of money in my TSP, whatever, when I'm living. But if I was to pass away, what income would still be around for my spouse? Is my pension going to be around? Maybe if you elect a survivor benefit there. Um, is a military retirement going to be around if you elect survivor benefit there? Disability benefit. Look at all these things and see what income is going to be left for your spouse and see if it makes a difference for you when you take your Social Security to make sure your spouse is taken care of or vice versa. Maybe your spouse should delay their Social Securities to make sure you're taken care of, right? Depending on your situation. So those are the three things that I talk to clients all the time about to, to make sure they know about Social Security so that when they get to this point at age 62, when they can take it, they don't do it just because they can, right? You have to have a plan. You have to have a strategy that makes sense for you because this is a decision that affects or can affect dramatically the rest of your retirement, the rest of your life in a dramatic way. So knowing exactly when and how and the ramifications of all these decisions makes a huge, huge impact. And by listening to this, you're just that close, that much closer to truly understanding what the different ramifications are. And the Social Security program is immense and it is very nuanced in a lot of these things. So make sure you understand well what you're doing before you make a decision that um, you might regret down the road. So, like I said, it's never there's never a perfect answer of saying, okay, you definitely should take it early or you definitely should take it late. There's no fixed answer that applies to everyone. You have to look at your situation and see what makes sense. Run the numbers for you. And if it all checks out, go ahead, take it early. But if not, then maybe it makes sense to wait at least to your full retirement age, if not a little later. Okay, I hope this is helpful. I hope that this topic is is of interest to you. If you have any topics that you'd like to hear, email me, shoot me a message, something. Get in contact with me. I'd love to talk on whatever you're interested in. So please reach out if you'd like me to cover anything specific. Okay, that's it for this week, but I'll see you next time. And again, thank you for making it to the end of my video, the end of my podcast. I hope this brought value to you and your life. My goal with this content is to bring as much value to as many people as I possibly can. So please, if you can, if this brought value to you, please show your support, subscribe, hit the thumbs up, comment, give me feedback about what you want to hear about, what you want to learn about, and how you can get more value out of this and so that I could do the very best I can to make this the best channel for my viewers, for my listeners, the very best I can. So again, thank you for being here and investing in yourself and in your future. And I will see you next week.